today is about 2K monthly, and we are going to reach at least uh, 10 or 15K MRR by the end of this year. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster, minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Pavel Urshov. He's building a tool called Directual.com. It's a low-code platform for building sophisticated applications. All right, Pavel, you ready to take us to the top? Thank you. All right. So tell us about Directual. Obviously, no-code is a very hot space right now. Who's paying for this platform? Yes, uh, absolutely. That is a uh, hot uh, topic, but uh, we shall distinguish. There are low codes, no codes, very simple tools for building simple websites, landing pages, and uh, low code, mostly low code tools for building uh, complicated tools. And uh, for them, uh, the main stakeholder, the main player is the IT department of the company. So, so describe, are you focused on any specific niche, e-commerce, SaaS, something else? Uh, no, uh, we are uh, creating general purpose, uh, no-code platform. And uh, basically, we are focusing on uh, back-end development. So we are covering perfectly all the issues uh, connected with the database, uh, user administration, back-end logic. So we are great with that. Okay, and what are customers paying you per month on average, would you say? Uh, there are two groups of customers. Uh, the first one, more significant, they pay $30 per month. They are uh, indie developers, startup founders, just just people who are building uh, small applications, MVPs or startups. And uh, the other group of customers, they are paying $300 and more, they are companies, uh, small and medium companies and uh, uh, web development studios. Okay. And, and how many customers are you working with today? Today, uh, we have about 2,000 uh, users. Uh, in our SARS version, uh, 20 uh, customers uh, small and just six customers large. That is why we went public just in April 2020, this year. Before, we worked with enterprise uh, customers, and most of our profits were for services. So we decided to pivot to purely SaaS model. 
And what is SaaS revenue per month today? Uh, today is about 2K monthly, and we are going to reach at least uh, 10 or 15K MRR by the end of this year. So 10K monthly means you have about three, 200 or 300 customers paying 30 bucks a month? Uh, we have... Uh, no, no, no. We have more um, revenue from services. So we still have revenue from services from our enterprise clients. And nowadays we have about 2K per month uh, SaaS revenue. I see. Got it. So you, you have about then what, how many customers do you have on the, on the SaaS platform? 70, 80, 90? Uh, about 50. About 50. Okay, great. So walk through this transition. This is a beautiful moment where you go from service-based revenue to launching a SaaS platform. And it's not always easy. When did you make the decision to launch the SaaS platform? Uh, so that decision was really tough because we had been developing this enterprise business model for years. And uh, um, moreover, we attracted some funding from one of our enterprise clients. He invested in that model, but it turned out that the selling period, uh, the pre-sale processes, all the pilots uh, were too significant and we needed too many people for the projects. And uh, the profits were were not enough. So, uh, how much how much profits were you doing on that model? So uh, the turnover in twenty nineteen was about half a million dollars, but at the same time the costs were about half a million dollars. The costs for people, and that is why we had to decide to pivot to purely SaaS. We dismissed our project services teams. We kept only engineers and we almost started from scratch. Uh, but um, thanks to that significant history with enterprises, we had a, um, a technology, very good technology, but uh, on the other hand, uh, that was not simple enough to provide that technology on a SaaS model. So now we are working hard on make it simpler. So our early adopters is providing us with a lot of information about, uh, about places where they got stuck. So Pavel, you mentioned one of your early enterprise customers invested in the company. How much have you raised total to date? Uh, I could not disclose that uh, so I'm with the NDA signed, but that is about one million. Okay, so you've raised a million dollars so far, and um, how many people are on the team now today? Four people. Four people, and are, are all of your engineers? Yes, all the all the engineers. There were about forty people in the service company. So we dismissed all of them. How did you pay, even when you were building that in 2019, how did you pay 40 people with just $500,000 in annual revenue? Uh, we are in Russia. The salaries in Russia are lower than in the US, much lower. Got, so you're paying like 700, 800 bucks a month, something like that. Sometimes even less. Wow. I want to move to Russia. 
So that, that is why we have kept our headquarters in Russia. We kept our engineers in Russia, but nowadays we are working worldwide. We have clients from all over the world, the US, Europe. Does it make you, so you've raised a million dollars and in order to get a return for your investors on the money you've raised, you've got to grow much bigger than $2,000 a month in terms of software revenue. How, how, I mean, does that ever worry you? Does that concern you at all? Uh, it did, but, uh, we made a decision. We came up to the decision with our investor. So he saw the situation with our enterprise business model and he approved our decision to pivot. So he still is a shareholder in our company and that, that company is supporting our, our way towards SaaS model. Very good. How, how did you get these 70 customers on the SaaS platform? Mm. Uh, so th th that is a great question because we uh, tried to buy some Facebook ads and that uh, worked, worked not so well as we expected. And there are two channels that really worked out to now to be the first is the posts on uh, media, for example, on Hacker Noon, on dev.to. So they're just their blog posts with how to create something on directional. And the second channel is uh, communities. There are a lot of no code and zero code communities. Uh, you've mentioned that the topic is very hot and those communities are pure uh, each and every week new community. There are no code lists, uh, some directories of uh, articles, and we are uh, working with them. We are providing them with some tutorials, webinars, and that is a great channel for us. How are you, are, is there any tool you're using to go find these communities? Uh, so uh, some communities have found uh, us by themselves, and uh, others we found via Google. So we are Googling no-code communities and there is a list. That's great. And so when you do a webinar with a no-code community, do you give a revenue share to the community organizer? Uh, yeah, uh, we are providing them with a special reference link and 30% uh, of uh, the first year subscri subscriptions uh, are for the partner. So that is a standard model. Okay, interesting. Very cool. And do you feel like this model can help you grow to 10, 20, $30,000 a month in revenue? Yes, I, I do believe in that. And moreover, we are aiming to develop our own community, uh, community of directional developers who will support newcomers because they're the hardest thing for us is to help the people to overcome their, the threshold. It, it, it is not super easy to use our platform. It, it is complicated. It is, it is not VIX or something similar. So community here could help us significantly. Okay, Pavel, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book? The favorite book, the business book. Any book. Uh, okay, 
let it be the very, very vivid book uh, by Felix Dennis, How to Get Rich. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yes, uh, there is uh, the true entrepreneur, Richard Branson. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company? Uh, say Dropbox and Dropbox Paper. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? From seven to eight. Okay. And what's your situation, Pavel? Married, single? Do you have kids? Single. And as far as I know, no kids. <laughs> and how old are you? 33. 33. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20 years old? Uh, that I should invest into Bitcoin some years later. Bitcoin just popped last night, folks, over 11,000 bucks. Pavel's company is building Directual, uh, which did $500,000 in top line revenue in 2019 as an agency with 40 employees. He laid off 36 of his employees, is now pure SaaS, is serving 50 customers, doing $2,000 a month in revenue, and scaling that by doing white label webinars with other no-code or low-code community leads. He thinks he can scale the business to a million-dollar run rate using this go-to-market strategy. We'll see what happens. Pavel, Thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks for having me.